we never ever lose. Hey, we never ever lose. Wanna get rich on some pigs, huh? Prop it like it's hard. Prop it like it's hard. Pop it like it's hard When these fish try to get at you Shark it like it's hard Shark it like it's hard Shark it like it's hard Consistency and attitude Lock it like it's hard Lock it like it's hard Lock it like it's hard I got the Bobby Mr. Lung And I'm going gone gone I could do this every week The man has got it going on Love me money lines Love me over under lines Love me something to put me up Like over a hundred times Whoa That's a lot of dough homie Put it on the spot Parlay you don't know me best intro song leading into the best prop bet podcast each week welcome to prop it like it's hot i'm bob long for big guy fantasy sports as always on the other side of the glass mr colby r conway how's it going bud we are hot 67 percent two weeks in a row we are definitely provident like it's hot how you been man i'm doing good glad we're hitting some of these and each week it's like the one i'm the most confident is the one that doesn't hit and my other ones hit like two weeks ago. I mean, the Dave Montgomery was an injury thing. Yeah, so I don't know right, if I can yeah. count that, but I did not expect Michael Pittman to not torch that Tennessee defense, but Hey, we're back this week and hopefully yeah. we go, you know, another, another successful week out there in the, in the prop land. Yeah, no, I think that, uh, you know, I've really been spending a lot more time this year. Um, in the past we had our prop bed tool, which was cool. Um, and we did okay with it, but I feel like, you know, more the analyzing, looking at the what's going on around. Certainly, we're making better choices this year, um, you know, not focusing on the super superstars like the Tyreeks and the Josh Allens and that, but finding those, you know, wide receiver two threes, RB twos, um, you know, with lower lines that, you know, have a great opportunity against a bad defense that uh, I think can see, certainly put us over. And every once in a while, we pick an under, which we're going to do again this week. So, all right. So, let's Prop it like it's hot. We're going to start off with you. Uh, I, I, I feel like this is like death and taxes. Every week we know that you're picking a running back going against the Houston Texans. So who you got this week? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I do love Travis Etienne a good bit. He's the one on the consistency show that we did the other night that I said would have a clutch game this week. But when you look at the lines, I am baffled that James Robinson's only at 61 and a half rushing yards. I I don't get it. Houston, it's like you said, it's death taxes and Houston can't stop running backs and right. it's not getting any better. I mean, Christian Harris is coming off IR. Hopefully he plays, but as freakishly gifted as he is, he's a rookie and it's going to be his NFL debut in the regular season. So temper expectations a little bit, but I mean, just all the numbers are there. I mean, Houston's in the bottom five in DVOA against the run. And when you look at this defense this year, they've allowed the most rushing yards to running backs this season and look at past games. Jonathan Taylor, 161 yards. Javante Williams, 75 yards. Backup Khalil Herbert, who wasn't even going to play much, rumbled for 157 and two scores. And Eckler went for 60 and two scores last week. You run on this Houston defense. That is what you do. I do like the passing attack, so I think Jackson's going to put up some points. But at the end of the day, positive game script for the Jacksonville rushing attack. Houston can't stop the run. So you have good game script, bad run defense, plenty of volume. 61 and a half rushing yards. He's going to smash this over. Yeah. And the ones where they, they actually rush for 60 yards and 75 yards 
only 13 carries and 15 carries in those two. They didn't need to run that much and still got it. Like I said, the Taylor and the Herbert were 20 carries and 31 carries. So, yeah, I feel like the volume going to be there in that defense just cannot stop anybody. Almost a given or prop bets on a given week. Um, so I'm going to go to, uh, you know, like I said, I've been trying to look at the ones that don't seem to have as high of a number. Um, so I'm looking at Corey Davis. Um, I said, I said in the article that, uh, you know, it was very obvious that Corey Davis was Zach's favorite mom. I mean, receiver this past week. So we definitely like that. I always got to get that joke in each week. It's just, I know. Yeah, I know. You have to. You have to. Um, and so uh, last week, really good week for Corey Davis. Definitely seemed to be in sync with, with Zach Wilson. This week, no, probably no Xavier Howard uh, for the Dolphins. If he does, he's got a bad groin uh, or a bad leg. Uh, so probably won't be even be a top speed. This allows Davis to get those deep balls. The line is only 38 and a half points or four, 38 and a half yards. I feel like this is easily attainable. Um, this should be, I, I don't know about a shootout, but it'll certainly be, you know, a, a game of offense, especially if uh, Teddy Bridgewater and Tyreek, you know, and Waddle and all those guys could be a shootout. Uh, either way, uh, I feel like, Corey Davis over 38 and a half receiving yards seems to be a very easily attainable uh, stretch. Your thoughts? Yep. I mean, the Jets team in DFS this week is going to be interesting because it's a good matchup. Miami's bleeding fantasy points to really everybody, especially through the air and you can throw on them. And the, the lines that are very low are always quite attractive because it only takes one or two catches and, they're going to throw the ball a good bit. Volume should be there for Corey Davis. And it's, mm-hmm. again, you know, he doesn't even have to have a great day. You know, four for 42. That's a very yeah. pedestrian day, but that's an over. Right. So, and it's right. it's very good matchup. Volume should be there. And obviously the rapport is there with Wilson. Right, right, definitely. All right, so let's go back to you. This is another favorite of yours. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, you just crushed this one. Uh, it's your boy, Devontae Smith, or Devonta Smith. Yeah, I don't know if he'll have quite the game that he did against um, Washington, but Cardinals ranked 28th in DVOA against the pass this season. I believe Smith's 50% consistent on the year. Should get up to 60% after this game. But, you know, when I looked at I talked about it on the consistency show. But in recent weeks, when you look at the receivers against Arizona, Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams were slowed down, whereas the likes of Hunter Renfro, Ben Skoranek, and Mac Hollins did well. If Arizona's going to make a concerted effort to stop the opposed or the opposition's wide receiver one this week would be AJ Brown. Devontae Smith's going to be the one who thrives and he's, he's beat this mark a couple of times, notably that Washington game. And there should be enough volume here for Smith. It's only at 54 and a half receiving yards is where I saw it on Bovada. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to attack this one because if the Cardinals want to sit in zone and be like, well, you're not going to beat us deep and we're going to, continue doing this that should slow down aj brown just like we did against cooper cup and Devontae adams well fine Devontae smith is arguably philly's most attractive weapon against zone when you look he leads that team in targets receptions and yards and zone coverage per pro football focus so give me Devontae smith over 54 and a half receiving yards and simply put if ben skoranek can go over this mark against this defense i'm pretty (laughs) sure Devontae smith can yeah we certainly think so that's for sure all right well i'm going to go uh to the running back position here um, I was surprised at how low this is. And I get it. The Rams are not – their offensive line is a, a disaster right now. I get that. They're really struggling. Looked terrible the other night against San Francisco. But San Francisco's got a very good defense. Uh, Cowboys got a really good pass rush. 
and a pretty good pass defense, but their run defense has not done well. Uh, just last week against the Washington Commanders, they gave up 137 yards rushing. And we're talking, you know, Antonio Gibson and these guys. This is not, you know, somebody. I mean, Daryl Henderson probably in the same boat. <clears throat> but again, small number to get over. Only 31 and a half rushing yards. Last week, he outsnapped Cam Akers 44 uh, to 28. He's definitely being more involved in general in this offense. Uh, he's certainly showing the most burst uh, between him and Akers. So I think 31 and a half rushing yards against the Cowboys. I think the Rams will try to throw less, run more, uh, so that they don't have to risk the Cowboys coming at them, uh, just like the uh, 49ers did last week. So that's what I'm heading for on that one. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, at some point, the the Rams almost have to stop Matthew Stafford from getting in his own way. And <laughs> short, I mean, short passes, if they're going to throw it, build the confidence, I guess you could say. But this mark is low, and ways to neutralize the pass rush are going to be quick passes and establish a running game. And Cam right. Akers has not looked good at no, all. Like Now, all. don't get me wrong. Henderson hasn't looked like a world beater either. But compared to Akers, he looks like an all-pro running back right now. So this mark is pretty low. And, you know, it's the Rams defense is good. Like, there's no saying they could get a touchdown on their first drive, maybe mm -hmm. pick off Cooper Rush, maybe, or, you know, three and out and then let Henderson on the field and score again. They're up 14 game scripts in their favor. Like, we shouldn't yeah, right. rule that out. I mean, if Stafford doesn't get in his own way, this offense can move the ball. Henderson will get volume. And, I mean, if he gets 10, 11 carries at three mm -hmm. yards a clip, yeah, be over already. Yeah, right, exactly. All right, so now it's time for our uh, infamous or famous, depending on how you look at it recently, uh, our podcast exclusives. I got one this week, which I usually don't, but you do as well. So let's go to you for your podcast exclusive for the week. Yeah, the past couple of weeks have gotten cute. So I said, screw it this week. I'm, I'm done with picking these wide receiver threes or, you know, bum tight ends and hoping it works out. So I looked over at Bavada and I was looking at the lines and – I don't like waiting until Monday, especially when Sunday football is on the slate. Mm -hmm. But Patrick Mahomes gets the Raiders defense that cannot stop the pass whatsoever. Right. So I was like, all right, well, Mahomes will probably throw a couple touchdowns. Let's take a look here on the year. So he's got, you know, five, two, one, and three in games this year. And then I look, hmm, in eight games against the Raiders in his career, he's averaging 2.8 touchdowns per game. I'm like, nice. okay, so let's see what the line is. I go and look and – Patrick Mahomes over two and a half touchdown passes when I looked earlier today was plus 135. Ooh. So he throws three touchdowns. So there's a little juice here, which yeah, is yeah. which is nice. So I was like, okay, so he's averaging 2.8 touchdowns per game against the Raiders. Let's go back and look through some of these games. So the first thing I noticed is, good Lord, do they destroy Vegas, then Oakland, when they play that. If we go back to 2018 when Mahomes was in, they put up 40, 35, 28, 40, 32, 35, 41, and 48 against this team with his touchdown passes at 4-2-4-1-2-2-5-2. He has thrown multiple touchdown passes in seven of eight games in his career against this team. Yes, only three of them have been more than two, but or more than two and a half, I should say. But he's got a four, four, and five mixed in there. This Raiders team cannot stop the pass. And Monday Night Football, Mahomes loves the spotlight. And mm -hmm. what is what is most frustrating as someone who – doesn't have Mahomes in a lot of fantasy leagues is when they get inside the five yard line and he does that stupid 
little shovel pass to someone and gets those those BS passing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Drives me crazy, but this week I'll be rooting for it. So yeah, give me right. the over over two and a half passing touchdowns. Right. For well, and it's either Kelsey or CEH usually. That's right. But yeah, definitely. No, definitely love that pick. Um, yeah, Mahomes a lot. He's like Brady. And he's he's selfish. He's he's like Rogers level level selfish. Oh yeah, yeah. He loves to show off on, on on TV. That's for damn sure, especially Monday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my podcast. Uh, well, I guess it's not a podcast. Eh, I guess it's not a podcast exclusive. Um, so this is another one actually in the article, but I'm just going to throw it out there, give you an extra bonus. But uh, make sure you get this one in on time. So uh, Sunday morning, nine thirty, uh, Packers and Giants in England. Uh, Saquon Barkley got a lot going against him this week. Uh, first off, the number is sitting at 77.5, a, a good number, a solid number. Certainly he's done it a few times this year. But Packers defense, 11th in giving the fewest points of fantasy, uh, fantasy points to running backs this year. I feel like the Giants could trail early, forcing Barkley to be used more as a receiver than as a runner. And let's all th- throw some other things in. They have no decent receivers. Daniel Jones is hurt. Going to play through it, but who knows? Uh, so if he goes down, then they're really in trouble. And Barkley had 31 rushes last week, got a lot of, uh, of touches. So could be in for a slow week this week. I feel like Saquon could definitely get the receiving yards, but I'm going to go with the under on 77 and a half rushing yards. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, Barkley's had a really good year, but there's so much coming off like a heavy volume game and then traveling to – London, I'm trying to see in his career. So last week, his 31 carries were the most he's ever had in a game. Prior to that, it was 27 carries back in 2018 against Tampa. So out of curiosity, (laughs) yeah, so out of curiosity, let's see. So after he had that 27-carry game, he only had 13 the following week. The week after, he had 24 carries, then it dropped to 14. So it looks like... Every time that he's had 20 carries in a game, only mm-hmm. one time did he surpass, or only twice did he surpass 15 touches or wow. 15 carries the next right. week. So, yeah, I mean, and probably I, didn't, those probably London didn't get games, the yards either, right? Those London games suck. They just, yeah. I can't, they're so hard. And like, I just, yeah, unders, unders or avoid it is typically what I do for those, for those games. Right. Unless we, unless obviously if we were to be Jacksonville, Houston and London, right. it's full blown James Robinson. <laughs> then but it's then all the overs, right? Yeah. Houston, Houston, Houston voids all of those clauses. If, <laughs> other than that, the, the overseas games, I'm out. The Texan clause. Yep. I love it. All right. Fantastic. All right. Well, great picks again this week. Like I said, we are super hot right now. Uh, going at the 67% clip. Let's uh, hope we keep it going this week. I think we've got some really good ones here. Um, maybe we'll even hit some uh, your podcast or uh, our yeah. podcast. Yeah, that'd be so, nice. That'd be nice. But we'll see. All right. So, Colby, tell everybody what's happening uh, this weekend on Big Guy Fantasy Sports and the other shows and articles, et cetera. Yep, absolutely. So, I'm on Twitter at Colby R. Conway, but here on Big Guy Fantasy Sports, I have the consistently cashing that I do with Ron Rigney. Uh, we did FanDuel again this week, back-to-back clutch games for us, a.k.a. the lineups of cash. So hopefully keep that going. Then we got this uh, Profit Like It's Hot podcast, an article that you'll see there. Hopefully stay hot there. And, I mean, it seems like, at least for us, we're back-to-back clutch games, hoping for a third in a row, make it a, make it a trio of clutch games for the, for the guys here. Big guys all around. I love it. All right. I'm Bob Lung, of course, at Bob underscore Lung. The consistency review is up. As Colby mentioned, all the other great stuff is up this week on the 
site. Don't forget to try out all of the super cool tools that are out there. The consistency forecaster. We've got the consistency report every week. We got the trend report, so you can see who's hot, who's not in the fantasy world from a consistency standpoint. So, Colby R. Conway. I'm Bob Lung. Everybody have a great week. Take care. God bless. We'll see you soon.